Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Morningstar just before... Uh, a little Christmas break, yes, so isn't you, that nice? What do you plan on doing with your oh, Christmas break? Buddy, then? I can't wait. I'm going to cook so many hams. I'm going to try not to burn my hand again. Maybe go to Las Vegas. I got a friend in town mm-hmm. once again. He's complaining about the dogs. Get him trained, he says. Get him trained. But I'm not going to do that because, quite honestly, there's nothing more fun than seeing your friends tormented by the dogs you love. That's why the Chihuahua Beagle is a perfect mix. Your friends are uncomfortable, and it makes me laugh. Absolutely. How about yourself, Mr. Uh, Morningstar? What, go- you, what do you think? This, and this is something that I'm really considering. Uh, I think I might actually go mm. to... I'm driving... Do not say you're doing anything dangerous. No. No Tom Cruise stunts. Well, I don't know if this is dangerous. Okay. I'm going to go to... I'm driving to San Francisco. Or That's my, dangerous. And uh, then I'm going to take myself on a um, self-guided... Monk walking no, tour. No, I don't like this. I don't like monk this. Monk walking idea. tour. It's I'm going to go to you all are the lo- so full of rage. I'm going to go into what? the the locations that Monk has solved crimes in San Francisco. Oh, you're talking you're monk. talking about monk, monk, the person who Tony- has OCD. Yes. And if if Tony Shalhoub answers my emails, maybe I could you know get him in on the mix and ha- maybe even a cameo if you of some sort. If you could find all of the mystery poopers in San Francisco as you're playing the character Monk, I will take well, hats off to mis- you, good sir. In San Francisco, I think the mystery pooper thing would sort of be like the end of Rosemary's Baby, where everyone <laughs> is the mystery pooper, and they all do it because they yeah, worship Satan. It's just Go- Governor Gavin Newsom is just like, God damn it, he's Travis Morningstar is getting too close to the sun. All that shit. Don't then let him find out. It's been me the whole time. The collective turd was every citizen of San Francisco. That's <laughs> well, the mystery when, pooper. When you're in San Francisco, hop over the bridge as well and go to Oakland. Because uh, it's beautiful during the day, I have heard it's very nice to visit. And, I would and like when to go we visit. were there for the last podcast show, only one shooting, only one shooting out right outside the theater. It was thank uh, God it was not. I think that there it, was a partial stabbing as well of some sort. Something bad happened outside. Our the, citizen alerts like blew up. That uh, was the day that I got rid. I got rid of my citizen app because I said, "Do I need to be a low level cop? <laughs> no, I don't yeah. need to know anything that's going on. I don't care about stolen cell phones." I can't do anything. The only thing the Citizen app did for me was let me know I'm not a hero. Yeah. Because every time it would be like, 
woman getting robbed three blocks away, I'd be like, I better stay in. Yeah. Because it seems dangerous out there. At no but point did I put my cape on and go help anyone. The 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 thing that I'm trying to do this Christmas season is just escape my own the the I hosp- need you, you need to find the, a smile. You need to find a smile, the Travis. The hospital bed that I've turned my room into cuz something that's been haunting and we'll get to this <laughs> oh the news in a second Yeah, here. we have to cuz we have a H- bunch Henry of stuff to talk about. Henry said something on side stories that has been haunting me ever since and he was just his description of how we are foie growing ourselves like we're just in our little cages eating our most favorite foods and then sure. fattening up our livers. Yeah. And I took a look around my room and I realized that I am in a I am in a pig cage slash hospital <laughs> room of my own making and I need to escape because I am just getting I'm just becoming yeah. a fatter version of myself. It's like the Metallica song about the person who was injured in war and could no longer move. However, we can move. So let's try to do that. And I say that uh, internally as well as externally for all of us. Let's get in shape 2021. But really, like, <laughs> if you're in a cage, your body will... It, it, Become the cage. It, it sh- yeah, that's why they can have pears that are cha- shaped like Buddha. Yes. Because you, you put them in a little plastic container. Your body will like read the signal of the cage that you're in and say like okay you are trying to become a gelatinous cube i agree this is why i say we got to sell dick fruit to vegetarians let them have a little bit of fun all right we're gonna play a clip from rudy giuliani here in a second because this man peak huckster he is in the prime of his huckster life as he's trying to uh overthrow a totally fair and valid well, I think election. That's a pessimistic way of looking at these ads. I think if you're if you haven't thought of a last minute Christmas gift, I think Rudy has you covered in these ads. Actually, all right, to be quite so honest, we'll play a couple of ads that Rudy does, not to promote the product, but just to show you the hypocrisy of these absolute schmucks that are trying to convince you that our democracy is not working when in reality it did exactly what it was supposed to do here in twenty. 20. Uh, so we can play that sound here in a second. Also, the Green Bay Packers. We go, got some good news. We'll go just do, let's just start with this really quick story because I'm happy with the Green Bay Packers. We talk about police reform all the time on this show. What is done in the darkness must be brought to the light. And how do we do that? Police cameras, these need to be mandatory. These need to be on. Ironically, a lot of times they seem to get turned off at key moments of a police officer's day. The Green Bay Packers have donated $750,000. That is a lot of video cameras to the Green Bay Police Department. Uh, uh, Green Bay Police Captain Ben Allen said the software from Axon is a public safety technology company will allow officers to review footage of an incident and determine whether it was handled properly. So hopefully this can shed some light on what's going on on the mean streets of Green Bay, Wisconsin. This is according to Police Chief Andrew Smith. He says... There will be consequences for officers who don't put their cameras on when they're supposed to be on. And hopefully that consequence is just straight up getting fired because this is why uh, we need to know what the heck this is. We need to know what is going on. Right. And uh, this is how we do that. But I I think uh, a better use of the the Green Bay Packers would be to challenge the Green Bay Police Department to a a feat of strength. A and, feat of strength, you say. Whoever comes out on top becomes the police. So we could have, because I, I think the money given. But what about football? 
They have to focus on the game. You have to understand, I don't care about I know. Football. This is why I have to bring it. But what did, are the cops the Packers then? I think we should be watching our police the same amount. <laughs> we should give the police department the same amount of attention and eyeballs as one of your precious NFL <laughs> games. Honestly, Dad. I, I think that we should too as well, Mr. Travis. So if we change the Green Bay Packers into the Green Bay Police... <laughs> Well, I don't know if you're allowed to have a sidearm while playing football, but the Packers Police, the police is a great name for a uh, for any football team out there. So Packers president and CEO Mark Murphy said, these aren't really political issues. I mean, they are, but okay, it is what it is. He goes on to say, I think they're issues of basic human rights. The players have made that uh, clear. And this is, of course, according to Green Bay Packers superstar wide receiver Devontae Adams, who I have scored a lot of touchdowns with on Madden. He says, <laughs> Those body cams can obviously tell the entire story. But of course, you also have to be careful because even when you see things, oftentimes you don't get the before. You don't fully understand what the scene is. But yes, they help tell the whole story. He goes on to say there's been a lot of questionable things that have happened. A lot of things caught on camera. It just makes you wonder about all the things that aren't caught on camera. And of course, Wisconsin sort of had the spotlight on them this year when it comes to what happened uh, with Kyle Rittenhouse and the killing of two people and the the cops desperately not wanting to arrest him. And now I believe he's a millionaire uh, because he murdered two folks. And I'm pretty sure he has like the whatever the reverse of like Eddie Vedder celebrity support is. He has it. He has like child stars from the 70s. I don't know the celebrities that are supporting Kyle Rittenhouse, but they're really not exactly the best of the best of the best and i i have to i have to uh say that it looks like in addition to body cams the green bay packers apparently will also be buying them new supercharged tasers this is actually true if they it, can if they can get rid of guns that would be great or, or is this just going to be a, an accoutrement uh, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think they're going to give them tasers. Uh, like maybe they'll give them lightsabers. Maybe we could just transition fully to a non-projectile based um, uh, police force. I think that we should get to a police force that has. The police should be more and more like Jedi's. Uh, who I think have... we got to go back to Billy Clubs, baby. Give me the good old Billy Club. What's wrong with it? I know. Um, Also, I I did just do a little search here. So the conservative uh, or the celebrities that supported Kyle Rittenhouse are Mike Lindell from My Pillow, which, by the way, those pillows, they don't work. They're not good. Bad pillows. He doesn't have a custom stuff. Uh, The man is another con man. And NYPD Blue actor Ricky Schroeder. Those are the two big stars. Uh, yep. Yeah, so he's got a lot of money coming in. And you know what's nice about killing two people in the streets of Wisconsin? You get to meet NYPD's Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> yes. Isn't that cool? Because then you can say, oh, I loved it. What was Dennis Franz's butt like? What did it <laughs> smell like? Can you tell me all about the bathroom scenes? How exciting is that? So Green Bay Packers, hopefully, Travis does bring up a good point. I want these to go. I want this money to go to cameras non-lethal oh my goodness all of this stuff these cops have way too much freaking you you've seen the the trade shows the cops go yeah. to i mean it's a it's a who's who of, i just wish for weapons i kind of wish that all police departments had to like 
redo the game you know like when you start a new rpg you start with like a tunic and like a stick you don't have a sword yet you don't have like armor you, not until I, season 20 yeah, not until like, you're 20 i feel like the police should be forced to you know do some grinding like to, to, to get their levels up before they get their fancy uh, master blade or uh armor from the heavens or whatever the, I the green love- bay packers are, are buying them we're just talking about police training that I don't would be, know because in the UK it takes them two years. I think what is it here? Twelve weeks. It's if basically that. a summer gig. It's a Phoenix. Uh, yeah. It's an online course, basically. Speaking of, speaking of taser guns, uh, Police Chief Andrew Smith he does say there if someone misuses them, there's going to be consequences. Travis. Oh, so, as always. As always. As always. We consequences de- for the police. Yes, that's true. I <laughs> hope that they get, they got to get some more consequences out there for bad police behavior but nonetheless thank you green bay packers uh because i think this is a good step in the right direction uh DePier purchased body cameras in uh, 2018 that's in wisconsin becoming only the second agency in the county to do so uh that was behind the pulaski police department so wisconsin is behind when it comes to this and they have got to get them cameras on the police because you know what also if you're a cop it's like you're the star. You get to narrate your own little reality show. That's true. So isn't that great? Go home from work, cobble it together. You got yourself a web and series. In- instead of giving someone a rose, you give them 50,000 volts from your taser. Whoa! Don't I tase choose, me, bro! I choose you. Don't tase me, bro! All right. That was fun, though. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. That, that was one of the rare times video. Yeah, where yeah. everyone was like, tase him. Maybe I think you should tase him just because he was such yeah. a freaking little dickhead political yeah uh, political ideologies aside you can always sort of appreciate um someone just getting tased sometimes it's sometimes sometimes and like the the woman that was screaming at uh you know the famous leftist liberal meme of the woman crying after trump was elected there's a lot of them but yeah there's one particular she's like wearing a a short hair yeah Yeah. with glasses and she's very yes yes yeah it's kind of a famous one i like I can laugh at that. That's hilarious. The the the, the despair in this you, person. You are well. That is because you are a true sadist. No, I just that's think what that, that means. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, because you're laughing at her obvious pain. Yeah, but it's so over the top that it is. Um, it you can't help. I but understand laugh at it. it. It's sort of like this is why I can watch so many blood, so much blood, so much guts when it comes to horror movies like Dead Alive. It's so over the top. Guys using a freaking lawnmower to behead a bunch of huge demon creatures. You see livers flying everywhere and brains and and skull fragments flying. It's so over the top yeah. that you're like, that's not reasonable. Therefore, I'm laughing. So I understand from that perspective. Perhaps it crossed over to that area. In your I, mind. I might have a little bit of a sadist streak. I, I no, you do. I just you my, I was just reminded of um, a TikTok. Oh my god! A- <laughs> you are honestly 2021 is going to be a TikTok ban. <laughs> but it's there was a child's coffin and it was <sighs> Barbie themed and th- all right, it was on TikTok and they were like, I, I don't know why they, do they do it? It's so funny to me that they would choose to do it. The decision is funny. We to were me. almost talking about something political. I know, and then you brought up. The decision For to, some reason, to put the Barbie Dreamhouse coffin on TikTok. Okay. I know. I don't know. I really, I don't understand why people do it. I, I will never understand why humans have chosen to use technology the way that they do, um, which is probably why it is uh, really uh, it'll be interesting to see 2021 will be a big year for big tech and if you're going to see what ha- or it could be a bad year for big tech as well we're going to see what happens as the legislation continues to kind of trickle out and also the problem with legislation it's often written so horribly that we all we have to protect our first amendment rights but then we also have to do something 
about this insanity that's going on on social media platforms. I don't know. Well, that is a tricky subject that Travis and I, we will figure it out within the next few months. But yeah. let's just play Rudy Giuliani. Just let's just to remind everyone what a huckster and what a schmuck this guy is. Obviously, we do commercials on this show, but we do have some rules such as no cash for gold yes. or no rent to owns. Um, we try to stay away from anything that's like this is a this drug is going to put hair all over your butt. It does. You want to be a man? Anything tactical, tactical bath. We don't really find a need for it. We say no to quite a yeah, few we, advertisers. Like, we would never um, sell like precious moments, porcelain dolls to like the elderly at exorbitant prices and like mm. convince them to buy some ridiculous. Oh, we are going to do that. It well, looks like it looks, now I am now I've done. <laughs> so you're talking about scamming the scamming old. the el- the elderly is very easy and is something that um, QVC has done for a long time. What we need to do is get a show with Rudy Giuliani on it yes and then we can get the old viewers and then yeah that's i mean they know where their bread is buttered and like, that's definitely looking, scamming I, people I, I haven't played the audio but i'm looking at rudy giuliani's pitching this product and it if i didn't know any better it, it looks like he's somebody who would sell like bed bug infested mattresses <laughs> but then it turns out that he's actually trying to sell you gold so let's listen to this uh, all right so this is giuliani ranting about the government and then uh and ranting about the election and then this ad yeah if you want a good cigar go to a good cigar shop. You want the best, go to Famous Smoke Shop. Check out with the promo code RUDY20. That's RUDY, R-U-D-Y, two, zero. And get $20 off your order. I accomplished a lot in 2020, exposing the truth, (laughs) establishing the relationship with you, working tirelessly for Uh America. And I came to know the work and value of the people at American Hartford Gold. Give them a call. And tell them Rudy sent you. Text Rudy oh my to six five five three two. Up to fifteen hundred dollars in free silver. Uh, I have a feeling that is not happening. So, as discovered by a by the by the recount, uh, Giuliani interrupted most of his videos. Um, this is one video that was entitled "Joe Biden." top of the Biden crime family totem pole as he uh, then interrupts himself to sell products that are scams. Uh, He talks about cigars and he talks about his little uh, famous cash for gold. Never, ever, if you are out there and you're like, oh, maybe that's a good thing to do, never do it. It's a massive scam. You are not going to get a good deal from a television ad. I promise you that. And if you, it's so weird to watch Rudy Giuliani go around the country and just like, Tell these fabulous lies. He's, but you know, and, in uh, Rudy, but to see this ad makes yeah. me go like, oh right, this is not this is, it. this is not like a stretch for him whatsoever. No, it, you just like the galling audacity, the audacity of this man is like boiled down to this ad where you're just well, like, oh okay, I get it. He doesn't have any um, virtues or morals. Well, to hang not any. to be too esoteric, esoteric. Not to be too esoteric, esoteric. Not to be too esoteric. Third time's the charm. Um, once you start lying, it's very difficult to like find your where you were as a person back in the day. At some point, Rudy Giuliani had to be someone who had scruples. He had to be. And then along the way, he got so corrupted by politics, so corrupted by fame, so corrupted by media attention that in his mind, it's just a lateral move now. He, Gold coins. Yeah. Why not? You can get some free silver. He lies so much. 
He's just in the middle of an he, ocean, and he has no island of truth around him at all anymore. He's just I he's think a he, floating freaking weasel. He's had the same emotional journey that Gollum had in Lord of the Rings. But Gollum, I think, got better, right? No. Or did he just get worse and worse and worse? Was Does, there like a redemptive moment at the end? I yes, forget. I feel like there was a well, redemptive moment. maybe we moment. will see Rudy Giuliani's redemptive moment maybe he'll maybe he'll slap the ring of power out of trump's hand uh right before he casts himself into mount doom well we're gonna talk i, about I haven't watched that movie in a long time <laughs> i don't i don't know if what i'm saying is um factually correct i think you're on but to uh, something. I'm on, yeah i think you're on to something we'll talk about joe biden's cabinet here in a second but uh just sticking with trump and what's going on as far as the election transition again we're seeing the election results being confirmed state by state by state I am of the mind, I have zero worry, January 20th, it's all going to be done, Uh, Joe Biden will officially be president, Uh, the mega people, they're still holding out for insanity to ensue, and somehow the world reverses itself, and Trump is still president, Trump will be giving a big old speech when Joe Biden gives his speech to say that he is the next president of the United States, so on and so forth, however, mega people now are calling for Donald Trump to use the military to keep him in power. This is an 1807 law. It's the Insurrection Act. Uh, basically, if you've got some domestic terrorists trying to overthrow the government, then the military will say, no, that's our president. In this case, I think the military is going to be on the other side. And they know. will escort him out as quickly as humanly possible because they probably want to go to war. And if you want to go to war... The next administration is the one that you want in there. Uh, I, you know, you look at Biden as President-elect Biden. I do. I see, I see a different version of Biden. He's like Lord Humongous, and he's the head. Lord Humongous, and he's the head of the Antifa Brigade, and he is storming <laughs> DC. And I, I, you know what, Trump, he is at the last minute. He's gonna, he's gonna press the button, and he's gonna send his squad to uh to take biden out well this just shows how intense the mega people are it's got a lot of people's attention uh this is according to jared holt he's a research fellow at the atlantic council's digital forensics research lab that could be your job do you want to do that you want to do that as well yeah yeah. you want to do that digital forensics research lab I'm sleeping just saying the I'm name. Doing, I'm doing digital forensics on last podcast episodes, actually, mm. where I have to find every reference to uh, Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, so this dude, Jared Holt, he focuses on right right wing extremism this is what he had to say regarding this insurrection act and this whole idea that it's gonna happen and trump can use it he says the central theme here is that there supposedly exists a network of nefarious actors trying to undermine trump and destroy the united states and that this is a tool that trump could use to save the day for those that don't know again it's not happening the insurrection act has been very rarely rarely invoked it was invoked in the 1960s during civil unrest interestingly Mm -hmm. enough and it was also invoked in 1992 during the la riots right so that has been a few times where it has been used in this case i don't believe that it will be it's not gonna happen and like like Trump, who is probably not going to go to the inauguration, he'll probably just... He's just going to do his own parade. I think he's going to do a Twitch stream or something uh, on the 20th. Is that what's next? Yes, but I I, uh, I think most of the followers will take that lead and also the idea that there's going to be like mass violence. I'm actually not convinced on it. I think people will go, well, you know what? Will go actually, into the shadows. 
I and actually hide, think... And there will be a lot of a lot of white guys punching walls. That's it. That's it. <laughs> There'll be like a more, like a 500% jump in punching <laughs> hole punches. In, it's a great day to be, to be someone who has a plaster <laughs> yeah, business. I, I really, you don't want to be drywall on yeah. January 20th. Whoa, look out. <laughs> Although if Trump does do one of his little speech-a-thons, maybe that'll keep him occupied there and yeah, they can have true. a good time. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today all right so let's talk a little bit about what we can expect from a biden a biden administration as you know listeners of this show we're going to hold this guy's feet to the fire and and one of the things we will be watching closely is who he has in his administration specifically when it comes to their military and weapons industry ties yeah. so one-third of biden's pentagon transition team hails from organizations financed by the weapons industry. This is not something that is good. Well, then you, I mean, it is an interesting challenge to fill your cabinet. And there's two, it looks like there's two things that are happening for Biden. Um, one of which is he's just kind of being random. <laughs> he's just sort of random. Here's here's this person in this cabinet, uh, in this cabinet position. And right. then there's somebody like General Lloyd Austin III, who is the defense secretary that's, uh, Biden has chosen, and he uh, he worked for Raytheon, which is a, a defense contractor. So the same people that are selling weapons that are then being sold to uh, Saudi Arabia and then being launched at Yemen, like the Yemen uh, the Yemeni people. Also, the U.S. is financing the war uh, in Armenia. But I don't think we're on the right side of the aisle there because I think we're killing a bunch of Armenians. The Center for Strategic and International Studies is listed as, quote, the most recent employment of three individuals on Biden's department. So this is straight up what we've been talking about when we talk about the shift from the private sector to the public sector. In Trump's case, it was like Linda McMahon. It was all CEOs. It's it's fluid with the top, which is why it's so difficult to keep the oligarchs in check. It's so difficult to have any kind kind of power in this country because the oligarchs at the end of the day just uh, they just go into politics yeah. and then it's oh your your team lost oh boom right back into the private sector and everything is just fine so these are the names of those three people kathleen hicks she is a former defense official under barack obama melissa dalton and andrew hunter they are now working in the federal government these are not people that we voted for nonetheless they are from the c S-I-S, the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Also, we have Raytheon, as uh, as uh, Travis mentioned. It's a key supplier of bombs to the U.S.-Saudi war in Yemen and has aggressively lobbied to prevent any curbs on arms sales to the Saudi-led coalition. And then, of course, you also have companies like Northrop Grumman, mm -hmm. uh, who advertise all the time, by yes. the way, on television news. They manufacture drones. And drones... Talk about a story 
that were just drones were supposed to be really good. You know what they were created for? It was just a farmer who wanted to go look at all of his uh, all of his like crops and stuff. And then the then the military found out about it, and they're like, "Can we put a can we put a camera on here?" Wait, and what if like, we I taped think a, so. What if we taped a stick of dynamite to this thing? Yeah. And then they were like, "Can we put a gun on here?" And I think they told him they were just going to use it like with cameras and stuff. And then he was like, "Yeah." And then he sold his technology, and I think he made a lot of money uh, because when you sign something, when you sign a deal with the U.S. military, I think you do get quite a bit of cash usually. Um, but nonetheless, they but it's were. It's funny you say. Uh, Northrop Grumman, they doing all this advertisement because I was reading a comic book. I think I was reading a Rick and Morty comic oh book. Oh my for god, some are they in there? But there was a, there was a full page ad for Northrop Grumman being advertised by the Avengers. So it what? was Avengers characters advertising Northrop Grumman, who is a weapons manufacturer. Oh my god! And it, it's just like it, it's so funny that they are like uh, they're pitching. Uh, military warfare to young adults and me. It's and me, so, not a young adult. It's so fun. Lockheed Martin, of course, it's also a key contractor for the THAAD missile system that's in South Korea. Uh, the company also manufactured the bomb that struck a school bus in northern Yemen in August 2018, killing at least 26 children. So I guess it works. And isn't that nice? It really does do the job. So two of the three individuals for Biden's Department of Defense Agency review team, Eli Ratner and Susan Bloom, uh, list the Think Tank Center for New American Security, or CNAS, as their most recent employer. CNAS takes a significant chunk of its money from Northrop Grumman Corporation, as well as the U.S. State Department, that's $500,000 more per year on both counts, and from Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and a host of corporations, including oil companies. And as a matter of fact, Vice President Kamala Harris drew heavily from CNAS to advise her presidential primary campaign. The think tank is known for embracing conventional pro-war foreign policy, as well as escalation toward Russia and China. And we are seeing what's happening right now with Russia. Obviously, they had some massive interference in 2016. The interference has continued to this day and probably was happening even before 2016. We'll see what happens. If you're Putin, there was a reason that he supported Donald Trump. Donald Trump still just kowtows to him every which way he wants to hang out with him so bad. And as soon as Donald Trump is not president, Putin's not going to talk to him anymore. Nope. Because Putin would hate Donald Trump. Putin's very, like, rigid and strict. Putin and is also, uh, he's like, as of lately, like a recluse. Because he, as much as people hate Trump in America... The Russian people are really getting fed up with Putin as well, so he's like hiding in a palace. So he won't be, uh, he won't be uh, socializing anyway. But yeah, he's definitely not going to talk to Trump ever again. I don't think so. We also have three more people that hail from the Rand Corporation. This is a hawkish think tank that receives significant funding from the U.S. Army and the Department of Homeland Security. That's Stacy Pretty or Stacy Pettyjohn, Terry Ten Tenelian. And Christine Wormuth. Yeah. <laughs> Wormuth. Yeah. Stacy Pettyjohn, Terry Tanelian, and Christine Wormuth. She was also the uh, also a former defense official under Obama, the Rand Corporation. Again, it's a massive hawkish think tank. This is according to Ben Freeman of the Foreign Influence Transparency Initiative. Uh, this is what he had to say. He says... It's telling the things it's telling the think tanks represented here, Rand, 
CSIS, and CNAS are among the top recipients of the Department of Defense and Department of Defense contractor funding. He goes on to say CNAS and CSIS are literally number one and number two in terms of donations received from U.S. defense contractors in the last six years. RAND is by far the top recipient of Department of Defense funding of any think tank. So we have to... um, Make sure this administration understands that we're not a nation that needs to go to war. We're a nation that needs to rebuild. And the last thing we need right now is to ruin uh, more lives. The last thing we need to do is waste more treasure, waste more soldiers' lives. We need to rebuild this country. And I it does concern me yeah. that there are so many True, John Bolton S. Yes, absolutely. Hawks, and it, it's like uh, in the administration when it comes to Biden choosing cabinet uh, members. It's like he has chosen some that have nothing to do with the actual job, and then somebody like uh, General Lloyd Austin III. It's like he knows a little bit too much about the job because right. when it comes to orders or decisions that might actually lead to the deaths of civilian people around the world. This guy has already made those decisions or has been a part of a team that have made those decisions that didn't seem to affect him at the time. So what would change when he's a defense secretary making decisions that will impact, you know, if you're, if you have a wedding in Yemen, this guy might be the the reason why it explodes. Well, and God knows you think that's, you think that's a joke folks, but that's very real. This, This seems like a, century ago but that documentary don't forget to rewatch. I'm actually going to rewatch it Dirty Wars um, because that's an important documentary I believe it won an Oscar Dirty Wars Dirty Wars with Mike Rowe <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like it uh, but Dirty Wars I'm going to rewatch that one um, Farouk Mitha also a member of the Department of Defense team is on the board of M-Gage, which is garnered, which has garnered criticism for its affiliation with anti-Palestine Palestinian organizations. The news prompted disappointment from anti-war groups. Uh, this is according to Sidney Morallo, an organizer with dissenters. That's the name of it, dissenters, a group of young people who oppose U.S. militarism and uh, the war industry. This is what Sidney had to say. Biden building a team of people with connections to weapons manufacturers and the military industrial complex is a prime example of how militarism and imperialism are bipartisan. Absolutely 100% correct, Sydney. Uh, they go on to say, Democrats and Republicans alike perpetrate and profit off of war and violence in our communities at home and abroad by continuing the legacy of the revolving door, as we were just talking about, as the re- at, uh, of the revolving door with the defense industry. Biden is, and his team are setting themselves up to be able to continue growing the military and strengthening the narrative that war is necessary to Safety, And if he does do that, this is me talking now, if he does do that, get ready for a 2001 uh, media blitz when it comes to bringing us to war again. Northrop Grumman, they're advertising all over the place. These massive Halliburton advertises all over the place. These uh, television news and much of the news that you read is bought and sold by these huge, huge international corporations uh, that literally are in the business of death. Uh, This is according to uh, Ramon Mejia. He's part of a grassroots organization called Grassroots Global Justice Alliance, an alliance of community organizations. Uh, This is what he had to say. He says, has Biden already forgotten who put him in the position he's in? 
Get ready for a lot of this. <laughs> yep. uh, he goes on to say, the only reason he's president-elect is because black, brown, indigenous youth mobilized to vote out Trump's fascism. Biden shouldn't make the mistake that Democrats are commonly known to make, which is to abandon the same people who put them there. He goes on to say, war making and corporate profiteering is a non-starter. We must divest the bulk of our budget from a war-fueling extractive economy and prioritizing investing in life-sustaining regenerative economy. So people are paying attention. There's a lot of groups out there that, as were mentioned, that helped Joe Biden unseat Donald Trump and what a big seat it is. But, Can you but imagine? Biden has been. But he has got to um, he's got to appease the people that put him in office. Now, again, we've also talked about this. I voted this election in the same way that Bill Crystal voted, which makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. And the question is, does that. Lincoln Republican wing of the Democratic Party, which I guess it technically is now, does that win out when it comes to who who uh, Biden chooses to be around and who he allows to have his ear when he is the president of the United States? And if you're looking at this cabinet right now, at the very least, the first positions that he filled were mostly or at the very least one third of the people were from these huge think tanks, these corporations that. Make billions and billions of dollars well, in off his, of pure uh, destruction. You know, Biden's Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, Blinken was in the Obama administration, and he literally bided his time in in the four years that Trump was in office. Antony Blinken, Blinken, uh, and you miss him. He started a a lobbying group called West Exec, where he uh, he cashed in on his connections to people in D.C. And then in his employment contract for that job, he made a caveat that if the Democrats were then put back into office in 2020, he would be allowed to uh, vacate that that job immediately because he knew he would be going into the White House. There you go. Um, so it, it's a it, it just things are going back to normal in a way that is also a little bit like. Um, oh shit, we're going back to normal. That was one of the key things I think that Donald Trump did get right in 2015, 2016 when he was campaigning. The anti-war rhetorics what, that worked. Yes. And I think as an American people, and if you look at what happened with Bush, and if you look at the biggest issues under Obama, it was the anti-war right and left, the libertarian and the and the more left-leaning people who came together and were like, no, this is not good. So hopefully, I don't know. Well, hopefully, hopefully Biden you, can just do, you know, handle this foreign policy Trump, with a little bit more. What Trump was finesse. able to successfully do was like basically hollow out a lot of these civil service jobs and like destroy right. the bureaucracy state um, by choosing people who are both unqualified for for cabinet positions and also like tenacious about destroying those positions like a like a betsy devos being the secretary of education literally like the the witch from hansel and gretel but also a billionaire like in charge of the nation's school systems well and of course that's one thing to remember here as well when we're talking about biden 
you know, for those being like, well, what the what the heck is going on here? I thought you were anti. It's like you can be you can be both anti-Trump and anti-war and anti-war hawks in Biden's administration. I do think we're going to see, hopefully, fingers crossed. We haven't gotten to the Department of Education yet. We haven't gotten to a lot of the key positions. Pete Buttigieg, I believe, has now landed himself a gig. Well, that is an interest. That is um, a very interesting one to me. Pete Buttigieg was chosen to be Secretary of Transportation, so it's like a huge job, actually, a huge, massive uh, role to take on. He has no actual you know relevant what? experience I'm with, kind with of a, transportation. I'm sort of a uh, I'm sort of a sucker because I do think he's very, very smart, oh, and yeah. I think he's no. going to do better than anyone that Trump would have chosen. Sure. The so. thing about it though, like so I was looking to like, oh, what's what's what was Mayor Pete's involvement with transportation in South Bend, Indiana? And he was like responsible for a <laughs> like a street cleanup program called Smart Streets. This is not a funny story, so actually I will not laugh That's anymore. Good. Um so I like in two thousand seventeen he apparently was a part of the team that chose to put bags over certain street lights in South Bend um because they deemed them um like not really necessary. So certain oh, street I lights. That's on... probably true. South Bend. Remember driving through South Bend? Yeah. Did Indiana? we drive through South Bend? Yes, or we was did. Was that the Silent Hill town? Buddy, it's a scary place. It's a scary. There's well, not Indiana, a lot going on. Indiana is very. It's not very discernible to me. <sighs> but uh, he put a. Ba- apparently, they put a bag over a street light, and a child was hit by a car immediately oh. because of the taking away the street lights. That is off- obviously not to say like. Well, that's I used his to. Just, you know, I don't think Pete Buttigieg is on a mission to kill to- toddlers in the streets. No, I don't think so. Um, I don't I, think but so. you know, maybe. Um, but I don't think so. But he. Uh, that's an interesting choice because yeah, it doesn't really make sense as to why he would pick him outright like that uh when there are other qualified people and well, i, I, I wanted will him say, to be uh ambassador to, to, to china there i thought he could do some good stuff thought, he knows, yeah that would that one seemed Mandarin like the, and all that, but. the like natural conclusion but also it's funny because i was looking for an attack ad that biden's team released in february of this year on pete Buttigieg. yeah and now all those t- attack ads are vanished what? they're completely gone oh no but it was just funny because it is it is an ad that is the antithesis of this selection so he's in the ad he he makes fun of pete Buttigieg for having no experience zero experience and like right basically like shits on him for for a minute and 30 seconds that ad is obviously <laughs> vanished now from the internet but uh, uh it, it is it's funny amazing that how it, they can do that it's funny that yeah it really is because i know i have like ex-girlfriends that have tried to scrub certain videos off the internet and those those sure. are like almost impossible to get rid of but when it comes to a pete Buttigieg attack ad uh that would make biden look a little stupid uh those well, went missing and they know that uh, the american people people in general just forget relatively quick so no one's going to remember it no one even remembers the fact that trump was getting impeached earlier this year so a lot of crazy things have happened in a short amount of time and uh, I don't think that there's going to be I mean, this is, again, why people are constantly frustrated uh, by our system. And this is why voter turnout tends to be so low. Of course, this cycle, I think people were a little bit more enthusiastic on both sides. And uh, and I, I, again, and thank God that that Trump is out because another four years would have crippled this country in a way that we really can't even describe. So this we're just dealing with. We knew we were going to have to be dealing with this stuff and we're dealing with this stuff as it comes. Um, but we had to avoid fascism. And that just so that and, and that is why Trumpism. That's why the whole thing sucks so bad. We went backwards so far. 
And now we're at a slightly more conservative Obama. Yes. <laughs> That's what it seems like. And so we need to... So anyway, there's a lot of work to do, in other words. Well, in a, I, I, I'm just looking back at, like, because we're basically going to redo Obama. Um, but like you said, more conservative. I'm looking back at what Obama's uh, cabinet selections were in 2008. And he for his... Uh, for his transportation secretary, he chose Ray LaHood, which is actually oh, yeah, a Republican. And he, Ray LaHood actually did like a decent job from what I understand. I remember the he Ray hired, LaHood. He hired a bunch of like uh, safety experts for the for the DOT. And then he, yeah, apparently he did a good job. And his successor was this guy named Anthony Fox, who took on uh, secretary of transportation afterwards. And that was the former mayor of Charlotte, North Carolina. He didn't really do anything. And then he went on to work for the executive board of Lyft. So oh, I really think that I think Buttigieg is in a is currently in a pipeline like that. Like he is going he's to gonna be, be the head of Uber. He's going to be head of like yeah, Uber police basically Ooh. by the end of this 4 years. You wait until we get Uber police people like uh, George Zimmerman sign up for it. <laughs> yes, uh, honestly. It's Uber police. Don't Uber, worry about it. It's going to turn from Uber Eats to Uber Beats because oh, uh, the goodness. Uber police Billy so, clubbing people in the Anyway, streets. I will give Pete Buttigieg the benefit of the doubt for now because I actually am I'm charmed by him. I think he's very smart and I've listened to him speak many times. And I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And when it comes to uh, the Biden cabinet, the big concerns, again, just for me, it's, it's just Northrop Grumman, man, these, uh, these corporations, well, these here, think tanks. Here, here are some other just examples. Devastating, um, just devastating. I don't know stuff. if I mentioned this last week. but What well, we need to do, though, I was just going to say this briefly. When it comes to um, transportation, we need to stop. We need to get rid of the two trillion dollar tax cut for all the corporations. If you're fiscally responsible, you just gave away two trillion dollars. So this whole fiscal conservatism thing is bullshit. All these Republicans who are talking about being fiscally conservative now, they didn't do jack for the past four years. No. It's such a lie. And there's nothing fiscally conservative about giving away two trillion dollars, which is exactly what they did with the corporate tax cuts. We need to get rid of those and we need to invest in a full countrywide a full investment into roads bridges highways maybe some we were taught travis and i were talking about perhaps uh, investing in a speed rail that we, could go all the way around the country the death stranding but railway system we need to have roads and bridges that don't collapse and so i don't it would bring people back to work it would be a massive boom for the economy if we can get something like that over these next four years, and perhaps Buttigieg could help with something like that, um, he can put bags on every third stop sign if he wants to. Every third stoplight, he can put a bag over it. It'd be an interesting if experiment, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. We'll see what happens. We'll we'll, we'll see. Finally, what, who some new dar- ideas. We're gonna yeah. put a bag over every third street. It's, light. The, it's the Darwin Awards. <laughs> um, I would definitely get hit first. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.
Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today but we need something like that infrastructure reform that we never got from trump he was too busy talking about the stupid freaking wall and if if biden can do that i think that would be huge yeah and and maybe that's something that Buttigieg Buttigieg talked about that in the primary quite a bit uh of course being from indiana talk about roads that need repair when i drove across country I didn't even see the sign that I was in Indiana. <laughs> I just saw that there were no more stripes on the highway. Yes. Like literally. And so it's three o'clock in the morning. I've been driving for 15 hours and I'm like, I guess I'm just freewheeling it out here. It was like the episode from Seinfeld where Kramer painted over all of the stripes on the highway. But in the case of freaking Indiana, no, there was just it, it's not there. They're not there. And I even saw a police officer have to pick up a seven-year-old who was on the side of the street picking up trash. I'm like, what is going on here in what Indiana? Indiana was like driving. And then you get to Chicago. You just, Then you go to Illinois. And then, well, it's actually kind of a not the prettiest trip because you got a lot of factories around there. But Indiana needs some help. So yeah, hopefully well, maybe, it maybe can work out. Buttigieg will take care of all those. He'll just remove all those pesky signs that tell you where... <laughs> Uh, how many miles you are away from a city or like if there's an exit coming up. You know, do you Just, even need them anymore, though? Do you though? need them? Because I feel like people feel the road. Like, we used to feel the road, didn't we, guys? <laughs> I we don't used to know. feel the, the <laughs> sensation of... When, and when you... You know, when you didn't... When you were off off the right path, the... the what are those? The, the little bumps that make your... your truck shake? Yep. So you can stay awake. And some places even have little songs that they sing. Oh yeah! When you go over, it says like happy. It like sings the happy birthday song or something. They make it. They made it all fun. That sounds like a drunk driving story. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. All right. Well, there we go. We'll keep you up to date on Biden's cabinet. Of course, we have no say in who is he going to choose, but we will definitely keep an eye on the Hawks. And uh, as we're seeing now with Russian hack 2.0. There's going to be, if you are Putin, as I've said before, you're going to be pooping in your pants because this is definitely going to be a much, much stricter administration on him. And I am fine with that. I just don't want to have another massive, massive war. Uh, Of course, not that we haven't had them going on as Travis mentioned what's going on in Yemen and whole Syria. Yeah, we'll just we be got like our, super cool with Saudi Arabia. As, as toys are to America, bombs are. Or as toys are, like, you know, everything, every toy in America says made in China. Mm-hmm. Every bomb in the Middle East says made in America. And that really is a sad, sad And truth. isn't it interesting that the Cyberpunk's 2077 oh, game man. was from a Polish company? <laughs> is, it, is it really? Yes. That's why they work so hard on the dick. <laughs> What is a Polish company? Yeah, I know. I'm not uh, gonna. I'm not gonna. Project do it. whatever. Project Red. Yeah. Polish company. <laughs> Polish company. Oh, the Polish didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't need another <laughs> nail in the coffin on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, um, civil asset forfeiture. Oh my God, my my mind today. I'm telling you. Um, all right. So civil asset forfeiture. This is brought forward by Representative Justin Amash. He's a libertarian out of Michigan, former Republican. I am not a huge fan. Um, 
he tried to run with the Libertarian Party this past cycle, but realized he was going to lose. So mm-hmm. he was just like, I'm going to go home because uh, when you lose to Vermin Supreme, I think it is embarrassing. But also, I do believe that the Libertarian Party would have done a lot better if Vermin Supreme was on the top of the ticket True. because we interviewed him. How great was he? He's great. Yeah, he was and so he- sweet. He was such a smart, artistic He's just a and and you know what they all they are dumb they all look like they're wearing boots on their head yeah. it's a it's a perfect analogy yeah for he what's was just a on. kind and intelligent person that honestly should have some le- some hand on a lever of power and if sure. you're the libertarian party I don't have any really advice for you but because uh, I know some people who are like I want to take over the libertarian party I'm like you have it but they need <laughs> to just lean lean in yeah to your hunter s thompson roots and just be the freak party again right just yeah. st- i mean i loved our interview uh with with the gal who won there joe jorgensen mm-hmm. uh, i thought she was you know she did a good job of answering the questions and, and whatnot and i think she you know she helped she expressed her platform but just get fun with it you're the libertarian party uh she got bit by a bat ben that sounds pretty uh, that know. sounds pretty I funky to, to me freaking mention that all right anyway representative justin amash he does have a good idea here he wants to do away with illegal asset forfeiture first so, so if you don't know what that means basically your property can be seized and never given back to you sold by the police and the police use that then for a slush fund they use it to buy those great weapons they shoot us with and you're out of a car so one example is uh, somebody's girlfriend got pulled over for drinking and driving and they arrested her they took the car and they didn't give it back to the owner which was the boyfriend they just sold the car and the guy's like damn it it's, what the heck is going it's on fuck it, it's pirate it's, law it's stealing yeah so Amash's bill would eliminate the practice as we know it nationwide this is according uh, to him he says civil asset forfeiture is a due process violation and it always has been he is right about that he says it's history is riddled with injustices not just because it's a valid practice that gets misused but because it's a central premise denying people their procedural rights is inherent flawed by ending it my bill helps fulfill congress's obligation to stop rights violations at both the state and federal level and it ends a practice that contributes to the frayed relationship between law enforcement and the public so i completely agree with him uh, he says it's a violation of the 14th amendment amash's bill ends the practice outright uh, he goes on to say no person shall be required under the laws of the united states to forfeit to the united states any property real or personal pursuant to a civil for- forfeiture proceeding including a non-judicial civil forfeiture proceeding so um basically they can still get it they just have to mm. prove that you did something wrong and they deserve it So how crazy is this? Well, apparently, and this is true, the Drug Enforcement Agency, uh, they seized money at airports from people who carried money, too much money, basically. Yes. So the agency stole $43,000 from a woman in Williamton, North Carolina, and eighty-two grand uh, from a dude, an elderly man in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, simply because they dared to fly with that much money. Neither was involved with the drug trade. I mean, this is absolutely insane. So this is the bill. The bill reads, the Constitution authorizes and obligates each branch of the federal government to protect individual rights. The long-term failure of Congress, presidents, and the judiciary to recognize the illegitimacy of the government's civil forfeiture practices does not divest them from the authority to do so. So they can do it. They just have to do it legally. Uh, the government cannot lawfully jettison the rights of the accused for the sake of convenience 
and profits. So this is one of those pieces of legislation that and, you know, it'll probably go nowhere no, yes. because it sounds good. Um, um, but that is one of the things as well that we have to do as a country. So I, I, I think the, that Justin Amash is right to bring that the up. The fight to stop civil forfeiture has been going on for a long many time. years. Because rich people have it happen to them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, so, and that's the only way that actual that's it, things change. Literally. But I, I, I've seen it pop up. Uh, year in and year out, people talking about like, wait, we got to stop civil forfeiture. This yeah. guy, this old man got robbed by the police and it's Literally. just completely legal. I, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane and there's really nothing uh, else I can contribute to that. It's and just insane. That's why, you know, you have the, if you make a vision board, you say police reform in the middle of it, you circle it and there's so many ways that we need reform. Yes. There are so many problems and um, that's why I just want to thank the Green Bay Packers once again <laughs> for body cameras <laughs> and, you know, a little bit more tasers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the body cameras is very good. So I can see the footage of the tase because, you know, that's just good. That's good for uh, that's good live leak footage. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say you're going to hop on live leak and watch that. <laughs> Although live leak we need has, new been, last has stream been videos. So please give these men more powerful tasers. Give them more powerful tasers. Um, yeah, live leak has been pretty pretty purged as well it's it's fairly tame these days also Pornhub just had a massive well, actually, purge but funny. I think that that's a good thing there, because I, I haven't read too much into this and I don't want to speak uh, with being super ignorant about it but there is an article on newrepublic.com called uh, Nick Kristoff and the Holy War on Pornhub oh my and it's a very very interesting uh, story about this guy named Nick Kristoff I know who, him uh, he, he sort of he sort of writes uh, about some horrible like you know, rape stuff that happens in other countries, but yeah. he's also been accused of uh, kind of laundering fraudulent stories at the same time. So he's now working with this very Christian group that is fighting to have uh, videos that are obviously like uh, awful on Pornhub, the any kind of human trafficking kind of things. Right, right. But now they're kind of colluding in a way that it, it reminds me a lot of how the Q people, the QAnon people yeah. have co-opted Save the Children. And that is now like the banner under which they march, right. in, which legitimizes QAnon to these people. Well, but there is some there is some weird mingling that's happening between the, the Christian right uh, evangelicals and people who actually legitimately are trying to stop uh, sexual, sexual exploitation. But it's a very right. fascinating article um, that you should just Poor, you know, dig into yourself. Nick Kristoff and the Holy War on Pornhub on yeah, New can, Republic. And perhaps if somebody knows, if someone has some experience out there uh, in the porn industry talking about um, some of the stuff going on, please reach out. I guess you could reach out to side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com, and I'll be able to see that here. You can just put top hat in the, uh, in the subject. The problem is, and what's so ironic, like Sesta Fosta, mm -hmm. it just devastated the um, sex work community. Well, this is, and yes. this is like, okay. So, cause I'm with you, like some porn on video. I mean, I've watched some, uh, like when you're clicking through and then you will like, we'll click on a video maybe. Cause you know, like the kink.com stuff. And then you go to the, the videos like this. Yes. And then you're like, mm, man, I don't like that's So I, they have to, <clears throat> they do have to monitor it. Yes. And especially like a lot of the, I, I think they're getting rid of a lot of the, um, the like unverified accounts because I think there was a lot of revenge porn on there. Yep. I know that uh, um, I believe Alexa in the WWE universe. I believe that Paige and maybe even Alexa Bliss there was like leaked pornos. I heard about this. And yeah. uh, that stuff is really horrible. And honestly, don't watch it. Like, don't. Wa First of all, they're not good. 
It's not like you're. It's not a good porno. You know, not that it matters, but right, it's, no, it, but these, it's, it's a total invasion of privacy. It's and, the videos where you're like, wait, let me check the comments on this. Well, if you're if, checking the comments on a Pornhub video because you're concerned, yeah. uh, then that's a uh, that's so you, obviously terrible. But yeah, so I, it's a huge, huge issue that I yeah. don't even really know how to even approach. And I just hope. And again, it's always the sex workers that get the short end of the stick. Kind of funny if you think about puns. And the, the but way in that this the, case, the way that this article starts, it does refer to how Backpage, uh, all that stuff, the Sesta Fossa stuff, and it really in, in this, a positive this, light. Well, in a sense that sex workers were hurt. Oh, okay, yes. Um, and so this is, you know, this is kind of going along in the same tradition of. Uh, somebody overcorrecting something. They think they're correcting I don't think something. anything has to be corrected other than purge any... Yeah, I don't... Well, the evangelicals want... They want Pornhub gone, essentially. It's because all of their husbands and look so they're, at it. They're, like, attaching themselves to these, like, um, you know, save, save sex, sex workers kind of fights in order to secretly do uh, what is their ultimate goal, which is to eradicate porn from... Uh, from any kind of screen. Oh God knows. Let's have more. Let's have more killings on camera. Less boobies. I've yes. always said that. So I hope it's done well. And we just want to protect the sex work community. Uh, they're always on the front lines. God knows you meet a lot of fascinating people in the arts, and uh, certainly they meet a lot of uh, potentially dangerous people. And we have to watch out for them and be and uh, and protect them, but also allow them to do what they do because there's nothing wrong with it. And it needs to, uh, this, this culture is just such a bizarre, like, you can get anything you want when it comes to military equipment, but God knows, don't show your butthole, because uh, that's going to get you in big time trouble. Well, speaking of buttholes, let's just end with kind of a funny <laughs> story here. It's the holiday season. Well, yeah, buttholes, holidays. They, yeah, put, buttholes yeah. and holidays. Well, butthole I hope everyone like a, gets to look at a nice butthole, yeah. a, a consensual decorate, butthole. Have fun, decorate please, Decorate your butthole with a wreath. I, I look at buttholes, but unfortunately, they are of dogs. Uh, because, oh, okay. Yeah, well. that's that's Jerry for you. He's something about the. Come on, uh, get out of here. But anyway, that's Super. my that's my life. <laughs> um, all right, Mike Pompeo. Remember oh, him? Oh yes, yeah. He was the former secretary. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm telling you. You're gonna forget who these people are before you even remembered that you knew them. I you're it, just it is, that is an interest before it, that is an interesting point because some of these people will go away and they'll just like uh, fade Bad. from our collective you'll imagination. See them on Fox News but every now and again. You're gonna see certain people who you can you'll, you'll, like Ken Starr, where you're just like, <laughs> how is Ken Starr still in the game? Stephen Miller, you're gonna Ugh. see because these people found Trump and they were like, oh, this is my way to bring my horrible shit right. to the White House. It's not like they like Trump made these people. These people just found an in with Trump. So well, Stephen Miller, I feel like is going to be you're going to he's going to his, his face is going to pop up in either some horrible crime yeah, uh, yeah. where he like murders a, 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 a Mexican town or something. But uh, he these people will come back. And there are other people that were only created and only facilitated by Trump being in the White if House. If you think that Roger Stone was problematic, Stephen Miller is so much more dangerous. Stephen Miller, you're right. He's going to be behind the scenes for his entire life. The dude's like my age. I think he's like 39, 38, something yeah. like that. So he'll be doing this for his entire life. And he'll find Unfor another he'll find he'll, another he'll Trump. find another, but I don't think there's well, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I don't want to predict anything, but might be a, one, one, for Stephen Miller this might be he may have like played his first NFL season and won a Super Bowl and then never got Maybe. to the playoffs again. I don't know. We'll see. But either way, Secretary Mike Pompeo 
Man, he had friends once, but apparently they're already fleeting now that he's losing power. So he's 56 years old. He looks horrible for 56, doesn't he? <laughs> I thought he was older. So he had a party, and it was an indoor party. He invited 900 people, yes, and only 70 people showed up. Uh, the top diplomat is a former CIA director and former Kansas congressman. He's one of the president's uh, closest cab- cabinet members. And little known fact, he openly has expressed interest in a potential future presidential campaign of his own. However, if he can't even throw a party, can he win a party nomination? I don't well, think so. So he invited 900 people and only 70 RSVP'd and then even fewer than 70 actually showed up to the party. <laughs> Um, so the party was for the military members of diplomats stationed overseas. And so you just know it was like a sad day. It this was is, this past Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. Maybe like I just come on. What? This is why everyone is so freaking angry constantly, because it's like we have one wing. We have one thought where it's like, let's have a party with 900 people. And then we have another thought where it's like, we better have everyone isolated in your own rooms. Don't come out. Bubble boys. And it's just like, you're all stupid and you're all wrong. And Mike Pompeo, I am so happy that no one showed up to his birthday party. It's not his birthday party, but no one showed up to his party (laughs) because no matter the age, 6, 60 or 69, you're going to be sad. When nobody shows up to your party, there's no there's no way that you don't get stung. Like there's just no way you don't, especially if you invite 900. It's like he shot a shotgun blast and didn't even hit the tree. Like he got no one that he wanted. And I don't know, is Mike Pompeo known for being like a party charismatic <laughs> dynamo? Like because appar- apparently there this party was not popping. Like with the people there, apparently one of the things that the party offered was a guy dressed as Santa walking around yeah. and giving and um doing idle chit chat that's what it, they referred to it as like one of the it's like ref- refreshments will so, be served and santa will be doing idle chit chat like doing like banter at you as you sit at your table catching covid from a from another guy across from you well and of course now mike pompeo the kicker to the whole thing is he is now quarantining because he got covid or he was surrounded by somebody who got covid what is wrong with you people it oh, good lord uh, he was supposed to go to a Trump cabinet meeting, but he wasn't able to go. Um, wow. You but, know, I'm not surprised. What? I'm not surprised by that. I, I got a, a package yesterday, and it was a, I was not expecting it, and it was a giant keyblade. What? Do you know Kingdom Hearts? No. It's the Disney RPG where the guy has a giant sword that's a key. I'm so happy I don't know well, that. Well, I got the gift okay. from somebody, a friend of mine, who I did not know that he was giving me a gift, and it was a <laughs> giant sword in the shape of a key. Now, that was surprising. That's cool. The fact that Mike P- Pompeo has to quarantine after his Santa party is not surprising. Not surprising. Yes. And, of course, talk about hypocrisy. Washington, D.C., they have restrictions. They limit gatherings to fewer than 10 people. But apparently Mike Pompeo thought, who cares? I'm going to invite 900 people, <laughs> not even 20, like 900 people. Uh, and of course, uh, that is just something that we are unable to do. This is according to a spokesperson. Uh, this is what they say. They say Secre- Secretary Pompeo has been identified as having come into contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. For reasons of privacy, we can't identify that individual. Uh, they go on <laughs> it's to definitely s- the guy that was dressed as Santa doing idle chit chat, <laughs> by the way, because he was like interfacing with everyone. So he like oh shook Santa's God. hand and got COVID and then killed Santa. Probably you got to be freaking kidding me with this nonsense. 
Uh, Two invitees said the celebration put the guests as well as the staff at risk by of contracting coronavirus. One woman who is married to a diplomat serving abroad declined to attend because if she got sick, her children would have no one to care for them. She said it was completely irresponsible uh, to throw that party. So um, it's not known whether the decision to cancel the speech was due to the health concerns surrounding the massive indoor reception. He was supposed to give a speech uh, this week, but he was uh, unable to do so. Um, hmm. Is it a, so a Santa like wearing my... a face mask was at the event to speak to guests and refreshments and, and give in, uh, give refreshments, including drinks and box meals. <laughs> what a shitty party. Oh, my God. So it looks like my uh, idea to walk up and down Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco uh, while uh, finding different locations that Monk was in, <laughs> where Monk was filmed, doesn't seem so dangerous and scary and <laughs> no. out of there now, does it? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not throwing a 900-person party. You're going to have a trip in... Uh, you haven't been, right? I've never been. I've oh, been to Oakland, goodness. but not San Francisco. You are definitely going to wonder why it's so expensive. That is... Well, nothing is, is open, sure. so I don't Oh, no, it will be crazy it, I, because the homeless don't close. And uh, they're, the homeless, they're always... Actually, they're always closing. They're always closing. They're it's cl- going to be a hoot because the last time we went... Well, not the last time. The first time we went there, I was with Brooke and uh, Henry was with Natalie and Marcus with Carolina and uh, the girls couldn't go outside alone. Oh, that that is right. I did. Hear it was that. like yeah. so bad. They were harassed so bad. I was like, all right, I guess we have to mail chauffeur like we're in Saudi Arabia or something. Um, and it's cold and it's hilly. I don't want to crap all over San Francisco. It's been crapped on enough. Well, Hello. Hey. All right. I got to stop this. This is madness. <laughs> this is pure madness. If you're in San Francisco, we wish you the best. And please, they got to figure out something with housing because there's no more middle class. It literally, I, I told you that story about how I saw a man take a liquid shit like a horse tail right outside of Twitter headquarters. Yes. And it's just like, wow, how am I? What is this? And is like dystopian. Laura, was that like the same day Laura Loomer was handcuffed to the Twitter oh headquarters God. door? <laughs> psychopath psychopath psychopaths well if you're conservative i guess you can always go what's it called the parlor parlor so fun i've always wanted that Mm, fun um all right everyone well thank you so much for listening we're gonna keep on uh making sure or whatever we're just gonna try to inform you of what's going on with with biden's cabinet throughout these next years and um what's happening in the world we'll continue to do police reform and we'll just keep on talking about the issues that we see as uh as most important and i'll tell you one thing we won't be mentioning hunter biden's laptop because it doesn't matter the Chinese. I, also, I, if I you, think 2021 is going to be all about Hunter's Hunter Biden. Don't give a flying fuck. Don't care. He's also not even in the administration. He's nothing. He's he doesn't, doesn't do matter. Anything. He's just, he's the deadbeat son of a senator. I think he works it's at a, like a pack son now. It's a tale as old as freaking time. A deadbeat son of a senator. Bo was the son that was supposed to be the son. Hunter had. Hunter was supposed to do coke. That was his family job. Well, and honestly, it sounds like a great story. If he does like rise from the ashes and become the the son that that actual like Joe Biden is proud of. How many times do you think Joe Biden has grabbed Hunter and said, "I wish it was you." The wrong kid died. The wrong kid died. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to say it. No, he maybe I, he wants to. Say Joe it. has had it, man. Joe between Joe Biden and Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Those both I, of their lives are like if you hmm. know them, be careful because you might die, get eaten by a shark, or have a car accident. Literally, Kelsey Grammer's brother, I think, was eaten by a shark, and his parents—it was just a nightmare. We covered that on a on a last, last stream on the stream left. Episode, that was very, many years ago, on a very special episode. Yeah. Of last stream. 
Um, well, all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's show. We really appreciate you. Hang in there. Do the best you can. We'll get through this together. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 